cheaper than rehab. Mimosas with friends. <laughs> Target dollar section. Sitting on the front porch with your best friend under blankets. <laughs> Listen to this podcast. Cheaper than rehab. Reunited and it feels so good. Reunited and we understood. You ready to start this? And this one is it. We both are so excited because we're reunited. Hey, have you, did you ever, do you remember that from the commercial too? What? There used to be, there used to be a wine, I think, called Reunited or something, and they used that. No. I'm going to have to look that up. I thought you were talking about how, like, at night, back in the day, you'd be up, and it'd be like... R&B, R&B Volume 2, all of your favorite classics for three payments of 1995. Time Magazine brings you all the best R&B classics exactly. from your childhood. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, that's what I, when you say commercial, I was like, I remember that commercial. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite one was the, the sail away, sail away, sail away. And it would do like all those like transcendent European, European. Mm-hmm. do. <laughs> was it Inya? Inya was her name? I guess. I it don't know. is her name? Yeah. I think she's alive. I don't know. Okay. God bless Inya. <laughs> hey, I'm glad to have you back. I'm glad to be back. So we've been MIA yeah. for a few weeks, which is why we're calling this season zero. <laughs> because we're trying to figure shit out. Yeah. Well, this yeah. is our beta testing yes. season. So, you know, we've got grace and time to work kinks out. And yeah. if you're listening, then you're, we did something right. Yeah. <laughs> you thank, you for, thank you for listening. All, all I, of you. <laughs> I have had, though, in the last few weeks... I have had like tremendous positive feedback I'm... about us hanging out together. <laughs> I've had everybody tells me how good I am for you. <laughs> I love that they see that. <laughs> I love that for us. I love, I love this journey for you. <laughs> no, everybody is like I people that I would not expect to have reached out to me and say, "Yeah, I feel like I'm in the room with you guys." Yes. Or I finally feel like I have some girlfriends, and it's really hard to do that in my life right now. I have also gotten some really good feedback yeah. from just kind of people in distant um, friend circles, not people that I, I deal with on a regular basis. So I'm happy, one, that um, our social media marketing is working. High yeah. five, Tiff. High five. <laughs> I'm working on it, yeah. <laughs> but two, that people who I wouldn't expect to be mm-hmm. invested in my personal projects mm-hmm. how how it's resonating with them that's it is. awesome yeah yeah it's been it's been really good <clears throat> right because um, like P- our, our close friends hi mal <laughs> hey girl <laughs> right it's like your friends that start a business and you're like I- i'm i'm just here for the support you know what i mean right but for it to reach people you know and that- actually touch them and be like i can't yeah. wait and you're i've subscribed and i'm putting you on my morning makeup routine yeah like, look at us look at us and that's think? but that's what we wanted this to be right. we wanted it to be like a space where women felt like okay we get it and like hey i understand everything you're talking about um one in particular i had somebody reach out to me when we were talking about 
it was the episode on like false accu like I don't remember what episode it was right but it was like when we were talking about like all it takes we were talking about the me too movement and like all it takes is an accusation and you have to be very careful right I actually had somebody send me a message and say I just went through this wow personally like with my son this hits so close to home wow it felt so good to have somebody talk about it because you don't know how alone it feels when you know your son has not done anything. Jeez. And then for the girl to come back later and be like, yeah, I was lying because I was pissed at him. Mm. Yeah. And so to say, you know, like somebody to say like, hey, this actually happened to me. And it was so timely that you guys talked about this. So anyway, it just it just affirms to me that besides the fact that we are so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, you had me caught up on your last, because when you were just like, it just happened to this woman's son, it took everything in me, because I was just imagining someone doing that to my son. Uh-huh. There would not be a rock that on earth that that girl could crawl under. Uh-uh. I would find her. Uh-huh. I would pull her micro yep. links out one by one. One by one. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, we've been traveling. Traveling, living life, life living surviving <laughs> life getting all up in our ass <laughs> <Yes>. surviving um <laughs> thriving no surviving <laughs> yeah I, I, thriving yeah. thriving is a big word yeah it is yeah thriving um, it's, it's been a few weeks like like the heaviness it's been a few weeks but hey here we are cheap getting our dose of uh therapy yes are cheaper than rehab Welcome. That's, that's exactly what this show is for. Yeah, absolutely. Can I give you your present now? Okay, so yes. Yes, I'm a little frightened. <laughs> don't be. Don't. No, okay. it's not that serious. Okay, so Fallon bought me presents. She bought me a present from London, and she bought me, oh my gosh, what is that? They're shortbread cookies. <gasps> but in, in I love cookies. But in honor of our, uh, our unofficial first guest on the show. <gasps> so if you... That is the best thing ever. But the tin is collectible. Oh, my God. That's the best thing ever. Queen Elizabeth II. Oh, my God. Okay. So a cookie is my favorite dessert. Like if I... Cookies and sandwiches. uh, Cookies and sandwiches. I could... And then the queen, (laughs) which matches... Your tiara. The tiara. I'm pulling out the tiara. Yes. (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. I love you. You know my heart. Yeah. I've... I have to hide these from my husband. Oh, you should. Yeah. They're staying should. in here. He never comes in. Well, here. when you eat them and then you can put sewing supplies in them and then you, you know, you don't know the joke about like, you know, those um, butter cookies that everybody oh, gets. Oh, yeah. And then grandma puts her sewing stuff in there. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you can... I was like looking at you like, bitch, I'll sew. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know what I'd put in there. But you put whatever you bump. want in there. <laughs> <laughs> My sewing supplies. There you go. That's what we're going to call it from now on. Okay, and then what is this nonsense? Your birthday present. My birthday present. So Fallon and I are kind of birthday buddies. We have a birthday one month from one another. Yeah, we share. And we- she was in London for my birthday. Yeah. Not that she asked me if she could go, but she hey, did. Hey, Tiff, what anyway. are you doing on my birthday? I'm <laughs> filming a quinceanera. <laughs> The audacity. I'm celebrating somebody else's birthday. (laughs) Okay. But if I buy a dress. So this is a perfectly wrapped little yellow box. 
I'm Look. so excited to open it. I just pulled off the ribbon. I was going to open it just to see how it looked. But then I was like, they wrapped it so nicely. I just rather Ooh. see you unwrap it. Okay, let's see. Let's see what this is. Oh, there's another bag. I love it. You know what this means, right, guys? What? This is jewelry. It is. And there's nothing that makes a Tiffany Happer happier than jewelry. Me too. I love jewelry. <laughs> okay, let's see. It's a perfect necklace. And... Where is the... Oh. <gasps> it's handcuffs. Because we're cuffed. Because we're partners in crime. Oh, my God. This is the most perfect thing I've ever seen in my life. I was hoping it was going to be dainty enough. It is so perfect. Oh. I'm taking... I'm putting it on right now. Yay! I love it. Oh, I good. I absolutely love it. I'm glad. I, I looked really... I. <laughs> I was going to get you a bracelet, but then I was like, I think I already got her bracelets. <laughs> she bought me five one time, all personalized. Yeah, but they like mean different things. This, is, Yeah, they did. They're so perfect. I wear them. It, depending on my mood, depends on which one I wear. <laughs> this is so cute. I'm so glad you like it. We are partners in crime forever. 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 You're cuffed. Forever. You got the golden handcuffs, bitch. Fuck them men. <laughs> Thank you, baby. You're welcome. It's so cute. I love it so much. Yay! You make me so happy. Cookies and jewelry. <laughs> I should have brought you a sandwich. Yes. You see, men think we're complicated. Mm -mm. We're not. Cookies and jewelry. That's all we need. That's all. That well, is, almost all we that's need. That's like definitely in my top five. <laughs> <laughs> Cookies and jewelry. Like, we're not that hard to figure out, people. Not at all. Not at all. Thank no. you so much. You're welcome, You're partner. You're so sweet. I love it so much. I'm glad. I'm glad. It can't, it can't, it, it, it was, I was hoping it was going to look like the picture. It's so cute. Like this big old handcuff around my neck. Well, you know, when you look for like, this sounds terrible. Oh, uh, when you Google handcuffs. When you Google like <laughs> handcuff jewelry, it takes you to a lot of dark places. <laughs> I am pretty sure that I've made friends with a couple of like dominatrixes. Hey, girl. Taking one for the team. <laughs> you just end up on some weird mm -hmm. site. So. I can only imagine. Girl. What are we doing today? So today, um, Fallon and I have a lot of like little things that happened in our travels. Mm -hmm. And so what we've decided to do is just throw like all the things into a bowl and we're just going to pull them out and we're just going to chat yeah. about all the things we've discovered over our travels. Because I've been to Florida twice since January. I've been to Florida twice and I went to Vegas. Mm-hmm. And then you went to London for 10 days. Oh, I went to England. I spent oh, England, half in I'm London sorry. and half on the outskirts. Yes. Yeah, so she was in England for 10, for a minute. 10 days, right? Yeah. It was 10 days. So um, we have a lot of insights and observations that we feel like we need to share. Yeah. So this is where we're starting. You guys can catch up with us and then uh, we'll hit the ground running. Yeah, let's go. All right. You, oh, okay. You never go first. Well, it doesn't really matter. It depends on who wrote it, right? So let's see what we got here. This is written by you. By me. Hi, I'm Tiffany. When are we allowed to butt in? Oh, we're starting serious. Girl, this came right out the gate. Right out the gate. So when I was in Vegas, I'm walking down the hallway. We were in this long hallway we had to walk through. It was like the back way to get to the elevator. And I'm walking in the middle of the day, and I hear screaming in a room. 
and it was obviously a fight between two people. And I stopped because I'm nosy and my husband was ahead of me and he's like, Tiff, come on, don't be listening to everybody's business. I was like, no, I want to listen for a minute and see what's going on. And all of a sudden, this man in there is like screaming profanities at this girl, telling her what a horrible person she is, calling her a bitch, calling her a whore, like all of these horrible things. F you, F you, F you. And she's obviously in a position of victimization because she's just like I don't know what to say I don't know what to say and then she starts screaming you're hurting me and (sighs) so I yelled at Michael I'm like this dude is like beating this chick up and so he was like his cop instinct right is to go to his cop instinct is to go to the door and knock on the door. But then he realized, wait a second, I'll have a badge, <laughs> right? <laughs> or a gun. So I probably shouldn't do that. So he ends up going to the front desk and getting the people to come, the security officers to come. In the meantime, while I'm waiting there, she comes out naked, just in her panties, Jeez. realizes she didn't have any clothes on. So <clears throat> she's trying to escape. And then she's like, I don't have any clothes on. I'm trying to wave her down to come to me. And she doesn't see me. So she goes back in. Poor thing. He is like keeping her inside she's like get out of my way I want to get out he won't let her leave anyway the security finally shows up so security shows up my prayer my husband wouldn't let me stay and find out what's going on um, because they wanted to Um, (laughs) but you know my prayer is is that she told them what happened and she got help yeah like right that's my prayer so my question in all of that is in the climate of our culture today everybody's like oh, I just put on my blinders and mind my own business. So, like, what is that line? Like, where is the line? Like, when do we intervene and when don't we? When can we intervene and when can we not? Right. Right? When is it appropriate for us to say, wait a second. Right. What you guys are doing, this is not okay. (sighs) That's hard. I mean, full transparency, the first time you told me that story, my first thought was, I think a couple years ago, Good Samaritan sees a woman getting wrecked in a parking lot of like a Walmart by her spouse. And he goes to intervene and ends up shot, Yeah, you know. And so um, for me, it's hard, right? Um, I, I don't want anybody to suffer. But at the end of the day, I have to come home to my kids. Mm-hmm. I want my husband to come home to our kids, you know. True. Um, Especially in Texas, right? We're an open carry we're in an open carry Like, state. you can, like, put an AR-15 on your bag and nobody's going to say anything to you. Uh, I mean... <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I mean, seriously. Yeah. Have mm-hmm. you been to Chipotle? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... At Sidebar... Uh-huh. San, the chief of the San Antonio Police Department has says, said that um, gun crimes have gone up by, I think, like, 65% in the last year because ever of, since of but, open carry. hmm I believe it. That's crazy. Insanity. So, so yeah. it, that does play into my choices. answer. Yeah, choices in, yeah. Te- in Texas specifically. In Texas, because Bill and I, you know, we we've there's been a couple times where we've seen something and we're like, I don't know, should we should we say something? Should we investigate yeah. a little more and make sure that you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but our answer is always, Nah, never mind. We live in Texas. Yeah, and we have a responsibility to get home and that's it you know that's it so I, I don't know I don't think that there's an easy answer to I don't that think question. there is either I mean at that point I just kind of was like trusting my gut right yeah 
and you know i think the best i think what you did what you and michael did was the best thing to do yeah right like um i will say in those situations there was one time in particular it was on a highway and we thought some stuff was going down I just call the police and yeah. just say, hey, this is what the car looked like. I got the best I could with the tags or whatever. You know, good luck. Because you guys get paid. Right. The infrastructure is in place to compensate your families if, God forbid, something, something happens, happens to you while you're figuring that out. As a good Samaritan, I don't have that. So Yeah, I don't have that luxury. But I also think that it's like even beyond like serious things. Oh, yeah. Like, so growing up, right? it wasn't unknown to have another adult tell a kid like you shouldn't be doing that right god forbid you tell somebody's child something today yeah like okay here's a perfect example our pool is getting ready to open Uh in our neighborhood right i go to the pool all the time love my pool love my neighborhood i love your pool too i I can't wait for it to open (laughs) even though she has her own in her backyard but yeah but it's fun (laughs) then at her pool we can podcast yes we can podcast (laughs) in tan and there's other children to play with that we can be like go swim go swim leave us alone exactly but we um kids love to throw our furniture in the pool yeah they love i don't understand it yeah I'm like, buy your children toys so they know what a toy is. Like, they they will take a chair and they think it's so funny to throw. And I'm like, oh, he's sitting there. And these parents are watching their children do this. Uh-huh. So I think I'm going to be the Karen of the neighborhood this year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, too. <laughs> if you guys could see the look that Fallon just gave me. <laughs> like, girl, you sure you want to go there and label yourself? But I like want to put it on our Facebook neighborhood Facebook page. Like, I'm just letting you know, if I see your children throwing our furniture in the pool, yeah. I'm going to politely ask them to take it out. Yeah. I'm not going to be rude to your children. I'm not going to be mean to your children. But then when I go to lay out, these are these are all first world problems, by the way. <laughs> when I go lay out and everything is ripped because your kids are using chairs as toys. Right. Like, anyway, so I think there's less serious things, too. Like, where are those boundaries? Where are those lines? So, and I agree. If 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 I, if it's something that is just really kind of innocent, I feel okay walking up to a kid and just in my best Mary Poppins impression, mm-hmm. say, hey, sugar, hey, buddy, could you not do that? Mm-hmm. Um, but then there are other times where, I understand that grownups can be kind of intimidating to kids, especially stranger grownups. Sure. I will go directly to your parents' parents. And then I don't have to be Mary Poppins. And I'll just say, hey, fucking home train them, okay? Except that we established. <laughs> I can't fight. Follow us on TikTok. Cheaper Than Rehab <laughs> podcast. Because we can't fight. So we have to be very, very. That's why I wait for Mike and Billy to be around. <laughs> Are very large black men to come in and protect us from the people. Go ahead. We start the fight. They finish it. (laughs) I always see this 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 imagery. Uh, I don't. Okay. Well, you might have seen it. I know how you feel about superhero movies. Do you remember the Val Kilmer Batman? I actually do. Was that the one with Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy? Yes. So when she has Bane, Mm -hmm. her big muscle. She wants him to get really strong. She used to hit this button in the middle of his chest and he would just like, like roid out, right? Yeah. And so in my head, I always tell Billy, like, 
he's Bane and I'm like we poison a- ivy and I just punch him in the middle of the chest and he just we just need to buy him a shirt like with a button on it <gasps> yeah that you can just boop boop feel free to take this out Cody I'm just rambling <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll make a note yeah 19 he's not, minutes in he won't take it out I promise <laughs> no okay <laughs> next question so Fallon wants to talk about ponytail fraud <laughs> let me tell you (laughs) the struggles that i've had in my life with my hair i could write a book about my hair i could and i went to um a woman i don't know if i'm ready to call her my stylist yet but sure you know we're, we're trying each other out and i asked her to do a ponytail no 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 first I was like, hey, I'm going to be traveling. Where I'm going is like super rainy and cold. What can last 10 days so I don't have to worry about it? Tell tell everybody about your hair. Like tell them about your hair, oh. what it looks like. Like tell them about what you're dealing with. Okay. So um, I have, I don't know, maybe 3C, 3B mm-hmm. hair texture. Um, Fallon is mixed. I am biracial. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, you know, insert stereotypical curly hair joke there. Um, and so it's a struggle, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I've gone to, I have literally gone to white salons and had a style. I, one time in particular in St. Pete, lady was looking at my hair and she goes, well, at least it's not nappy. What? Oh, ma'am. In St. Pete? In St. Pete. Of all places. In St. Pete. Right. She wow. goes, wow, at least it's not nappy. And this is a white woman at a white salon. And then, wow. um, you know, I've had some difficulty at black salons because I feel like sometimes my hair gets overprocessed, sure. heat damage, et cetera. Same thing with Dominican salons. I've, j- I've been everywhere. Mm-hmm. I've been everywhere. <clears throat> um, <laughs> including here in Texas, I was calling around to some salons. And a woman told me, I'm sorry, we don't do urban hair urban hair urban that was the most polite way she could put it we don't do urban hair she's or urban hair we're not comfortable doing urban hair is what she said urban hair urban as in (laughs) what the suburbs are running from the ignorance of people is just mind-blowing flabbergasting so back to my hair story um i went and she was like oh yes definitely 10 days your hair will be fine she charges me 140 dollars to do a ponytail which is insane let me just tell you right now Mm -hmm. you said i'm not ready to call her my hairstylist she is not your hairstylist oh no she's not yeah she's not anyway um 140 dollars 140 dollars for a ponytail Uh which if anybody has had a ponytail done you know that shit not cost 140 dollars and it fell out on the flight 24 hours later whole i had to walk around the airport (laughs) with your hair plastered to your with my hair it was hard as a rock to your scalp yeah but the ponytail fell off and i've got like my son trying to make a wig out of it it was (laughs) i'm laughing because like that whole scene just happened in my head (laughs) and i know what son she's talking about so it's just it was a nightmare and i i the fraud the fraud the fraud for you as a stylist right i said something that will last 10 days and you you just told me what i wanted to hear right took my money and there's no accountability 
And now you're in a foreign country for 10 days. And now I'm in a foreign country for 10. Like, what if I was going over there to, like, accept my Nobel Peace Prize? You don't know. You don't know. You don't know my life. Bitch, you don't know my life. You don't know my life. (laughs) (laughs) You don't know my struggles. Oh, it was just awful. It was awful. And I think what made me mad was even after my hair was done, I was like, hey, this feels a little loose. Oh, no, it's supposed to be that way. And besides, it's because your hair is so soft. (sighs) So why can't people just say just say it? Like I okay, I'm a photographer. Uh-huh. There are certain things that I would not photograph. Listen, like if you come to me and say I want you to do blah, 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 like my boudoir. My boudoir. I've done one boudoir shoot. Mm-hmm. It was with somebody that I knew very closely. Right. She really wanted it done. I told her I was not an expert at it, but right. I'd be willing to try. If somebody came to me and asked me to do that, I wouldn't be like, yeah, no problem. Take off your shirt. I can do that. Like, no, dude, that's not my thing. Well, Tiff, they do come out and say that. They come out and say, I'm not comfortable doing urban hair. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not comfortable doing pornography. Says the girl with the handcuff necklace. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I can't with you. (laughs) Let's just be honest, people. Let's just be honest, people. Let's just be honest. Let's that's going to be like 2023, 2024. Honesty. Yeah. Honesty. That's what we're going to work on. I, I Well, I'm honestly going to start looking in Austin. Yeah. To get my hair done. I yeah. just, I can't keep wasting money. Yeah. Out here looking a hot ass mess. Hot. All right. You don't look like a mess though. Thanks. Just so you know. I think your curls are perfect. The other night when you came over on Saturday, your hair looked really cute. Oh, was that before or after I vomited? <laughs> <laughs> I have video footage I can show you. Sidebar. <laughs> <clears throat> I would like to announce to our listeners that I uh, was baptized in the Navy School of Drinking, okay? Mm-hmm. The Navy Church of Drinking. <laughs> I'm no lightweight. I've gotten, I've gotten much uh, more. I've become more of a lightweight in the yeah. last couple of You've years. You've become tamer. I have. Yeah. But whenever I'm around Tiffany and alcohol's involved... <laughs> It's just not good for me. <laughs> it's good for her. It's great for me because I have tons of pictures. <laughs> you could start a whole TikTok account of what my bestie did this time. <laughs> She's drunk singing in sync. So here's this is where the age difference, though, comes between Fallon and I because I have 10 years on her. So I have 10 years of drinking on her. And I actually started drinking very young in life. Right. Like you... You were kind of a prude until... Until college. Until college, yeah. right? I started... I had a fake ID at 15. So <laughs> I started drinking very young. Right. And so I just I just kind of know. You just know. I just know. And so Fallon and then our other, our other little part of our trio, Mallory. Mallory and Fallon are the same age. And they, they drink themselves into oblivion without any sort of 
awareness. Do we drink ourselves into oblivion or are we served? Okay. If into you, okay, oblivion. If you want to talk about being served, you can blame my husband because my husband's the bartender. He was like a ninja. He literally times it. He's like, every 20 minutes we're taking a shot. Like he literally times it. Well, and mind you, my husband can drink an entire fifth of Patron mm-hmm. and not blink. Oh, yeah. Like he... He's not an alcoholic by any means, but the man can handle his liquor. Yeah. And so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it was insane. It was like we we were sitting, we were playing games at the table, just talking. And I'd just be sipping on a drink and I'd be like, ah, finally the bottom. And then I get caught up in a different conversation and come back and mirac- miraculously, miraculously. Mm-hmm. it's just full again. Mm-hmm. And then we'd be sitting there talking, and he's just putting tequila shots in our hands. Yeah, he's like a ninja. And then he's like, it's your turn to toast. And we're all, yeah, it's our turn to toast. <laughs> to friendship, yeah. <laughs> Mallory throws up before she even leaves the neighborhood. You puke all over your... And I'm pissed the next day because I have a headache. And I'm just like, no vodka and tequila together anymore, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> My poor driveway. <laughs> Tell the kids a, a cat must have wandered into our yard. And <laughs> hey man, we needed a night of catharsis after the yeah, after the six weeks that yeah, we've had. Yeah. yeah, we've needed a little catharsis in our life. So it was, uh... it was good. It was good. It was very very good. And uh, we'll do it again. <laughs> what you got? Is this yours or mine? This is a you. Oh, we keep getting each wow. other stuff. Is there no shame? Is there no shame? (laughs) Is there, Tiffany? Is there no shame? So I actually got this question. I was watching this comedy special the other night, and I wish I could know this guy's name, but he is a Italian comedian. I'll look it up at some point. He's an Italian comedian. He's actually getting ready to come out in a new movie, but he's like, this was a comedy special from like 2014. Mm -hmm. And he asked this question. I'm like, that is such a good question. Are people no longer ashamed of, like, anything anymore? Like, walking around Vegas, you're like, people have no shame. Tiff, do you remember, I think it was maybe our first or second podcast, and we talked about shame resistance and how, in my opinion, that... um, Yes. Cancel culture. Cancel culture and this this commitment to accountability in every aspect of society right now has taken us to the point where there's so much shame. Like no matter what you do, like you could be the most evolved person in the world in twenty twenty three. Somebody's gonna go find your old MySpace page and find that one time you're like gay people are weird. Like, you know what I mean? Cancel, 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 cancel immediately. Cancel, right. cancel immediately. Yeah. And I'm, I'm here for accountability all day, every day. Like, you know, I think accountability without room for growth or repentance or grace is just, it's weird. Yeah. It doesn't feel natural to humans. So I think everybody else is just like, man, this is too much. And the pendulum is going to start to swing. Swing, yeah. And now everybody's shame resistant. And everybody is accepted no matter what. And and it's not just like for who you are or how you dress, but it's like how you behave. Right. Or there's always going to be a club for you. Oh, yeah. Right? So I thought about this the other day because like there's all these like there's 
we went to visit a college. Where was it? University of Houston with mm-hmm. Zach. They have a whole club for squirrel watching. They have a squirrel appreciation club. Like you can find, you can find your people anywhere. I love that. Like you, you would. I would. <laughs> By the way, the squirrels in England are gray. Oh, are they? They're like super, like they look like, like, um, they're just so, they're so cute. They're just like, like this pretty gunmetal color. And I was chasing them around the park. I was trying to get a picture because. Oh, you couldn't get one? I've never seen a gray squirrel. That's crazy. I've never seen one either. So cute. Yeah. Yeah. So see, there's, there's probably a whole appreciation club for gray squirrels and then some for brown squirrels. Like you can find a place for anything that you have, whether it's weird or not. Right. Until you don't create a club for like, like tan squirrels and then all of a sudden (laughs) albino squirrels for albino squirrels hairless squirrels wow are you are you saying that i can't appreciate squirrels are you saying that hairless squirrels don't matter (laughs) i think that you are and that hurts my feelings and i'm offended but i but tiff like i think most people have come to expect at some point or another i'm gonna offend somebody no matter what i do or I'm going to say something that people may find problematic and I may as well <laughs> get ahead of the shame. But like even like, but like, I'm not even talking about big things. I'm just talking about like simple decorum. Oh, like home training. Like home training. <laughs> like simple, like Like wash your ass. Or yes, like don't walk out of the Walmart bathroom and not wash your hands. Like, or like you can't wear pasties to church. Yes. Or, you know, like even with, uh, I probably shouldn't say that one. I'm just not going to say that one. But like, there's like, there's you, you, should... you write that note down, boo. I want to know exactly what you didn't want to say. <laughs> but like, there's this whole like, there's, I don't know. I just, I feel like these are the things that I feel like make me old. Yeah. You know, like just simple, simple ways that you don't speak to people or simple like there's no shame in things anymore anyway I just it was just very interesting to me I think the more time goes on we'll realize that um true that 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 we have these these kind of false constructs around so much of our society um well I don't want to say false just kind of these agreed upon what right right like you know um ways to be polite and, you know, the the behavior that it's expected of you in public. And, you know, it's nice to be nice to grandmas and old people right. and stuff Hold like that. Right, hold the door. Right. And I think we're finding um, in our questioning of so many norms that even good ones are being thrown away. Yes. And I think that's what it is, right? Yeah. And I think if you boil it down, that's what it is. Pisses me off. If right. There's a man in front of me and he doesn't hold the door for me when I walk through. And honestly has nothing to do with that he's a man. Yeah, it's just you know it's just common courtesy. If you feel somebody walking right behind you, just yeah, just don't let the door hand slam them the them. door. Yeah. Just hand them the door. Like you know you have to hold it for me to walk through first. But right. like it just I don't know. Don't let it slam in my face. The audacity. The audacity of people. <laughs> this is why I stay home and drink. <laughs> no, but I, I think yeah. I think 
you know, I, I, I've heard a lot of people talk about how the gender norms are just one of those constructs that sure. we've made up. And, you know, and I think people should be able to live life on their terms outside of their own box. But while we're throwing away certain things, maybe we should keep some of the other ones. Right. Like, you know, making eye contact and smiling. Or, right. you know. Putting your phone down when you're speaking to somebody. Asking the cash the cashier if she's having a good day. Right. Just basic common courtesies. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. And don't just assume. I don't know. We could go on for hours about this one. We could go on for hours about squirrels. (laughs) Society. (laughs) Did you get your own? No, I got yours, but I don't know what this says. Oh, God. Let me see. Is that a Z? (laughs) Those are two Zs. It says fuck Lizzie. It says fuck Lizzie. I want to know what this is all about. <clears throat> Por favor. So, Por favor. Um, when we were in England, I had the opportunity to go to Buckingham Palace. <gasps> That's what is about the Queen. The Queen, okay. yeah. So, um, I had an opportunity to go to Buckingham Palace um, to go to all of those kind of Big Ben, Parliament, all that other cool stuff. And I up close and personal gained a respect for the amount of wealth Mm. that family has. And it made me question, because I mean, as an American, I've kind of romanticized this idea of the monarchy. Like it must be so cool to have a king and a queen and the crowns and all of that stuff. And then I thought of what it would feel like to be taxed at a 40% income tax rate and then watch those fuckers sit around and take pictures for a living. Yeah. And then I could kind of understand where people were coming from. Yeah. Because, th- like, like there are people that are diehard royalists. Right. You cannot criticize them. That is heritage. That is culture. And though I think, you know, yeah, let's, like, like. Let's honor it. Let's honor it. Yeah, sure. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to blow up Mount Rushmore. I appreciate heritage. Sure. Um, But maybe not billions of dollars worth of stolen wealth. Right. Heritage. Right. Maybe we can create a nice wing or a nice museum to honor that. Like where we came from. Right. Maybe maybe cut the family like a little, you know, hey, here's like, you know, 10 grand a month just for like, you know having the weakest chins on earth um (laughs) you're welcome (laughs) but the poshness and the it is extravagant it's it's a lot yeah it's a lot it's not like when you go to the white house and you're like "Mm, it's a lot smaller than i thought it would be right like it's it's not that it's like acceptable but you know what i'm saying like there like you go and it's a lot more massive than you think it is it 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 is Uh and i mean you know um you know, like our presidents, I know they're taken care of for life. They get social, sure. they get secret service for life. And, you know, they're, they're set up nicely, but not like seven generations in. Like we're not still like supporting the descendants of Abraham Lincoln. Right, right. You know what right. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. So I get it. I get yeah. the anti-royalist sentiment. And they don't really do anything, right? Like, No, no I mean, uh, I think... I don't know a lot. I just know that, like, it's really... I mean, they have a prime minister. They have, you know, they have all of these other ways that they govern. Right. So, so it's not that they're, like, the governors anymore like they once were. 
I have to do some research because yeah. I don't want to talk out of turn. I think to my understanding that they, they do their best to remain politically neutral. Gotcha. I think they do have the ability to step in if needed or, you know, but I think they've all kind of made a vow to just stay as politically just, neutral as just possible. Just be rich and take pictures. Yeah. Keep that, mm-hmm. keep that money coming. Keep that money. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That, that makes sense. So it's anyway. a racket. Girl. Yeah. Prince or King Charles. Those colonizers, man. Those colonizers. <laughs> racket. And I, I mean, and I think it's, I don't think it's hilarious, but it kind of is that no one wants to perform at King Charles coronation. <laughs> no, Adele was like, ah, uh, uh, I'm busy. Pass. Harry Styles. <laughs> no thanks. Elton John. Like, I'm good. <laughs> could yeah. you imagine the audacity of asking Elton John to perform at King Charles coronation? Yeah. That would be like, that would be like Billy dogging me out, right? And then divorcing me. And then him being like, hey, girl, you want to play at my retirement party? <laughs> Tiff, Tiff, you going to take pictures at my retirement party? You'd be like, fuck you, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> you little, literally try to destroy my life. No, thank you. I'm yeah. good. Yeah. You're like, you just dogged my friend out. Why yeah. the hell would I take your pictures? <laughs> yeah. Audacity. Audacity. But that that's the kind of... um reverence that people think that some people think the crown should have the fact that they expected elton john to shelve a very personal friendship that he had with princess diana right right just to perform at this guy's coronation because it's an honor yeah fuck out of here yeah yeah not in 2023 (laughs) (laughs) no we have no shame in saying no thank you very much no shame no shame there is no shame Buckingham Palace sponsor us. <laughs> but like not the like don't colonize us. <laughs> don't, colonize us. <laughs> don't sponsor us like that. Not like that. No. Like, please. <laughs> I I have yours. See? <clears throat> Won't he do it? Won't he? <laughs> Tiff, when should you not eat at an IHOP? When should you not eat at an IHOP? You should not eat at an IHOP at four o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. In Florida, right, right. After you've been at the casino all night, true. Because were you guys at the Hard Rock? We went to the Hard Rock. Yeah, yeah. we went to the Hard Rock. Lost all our money because that's a racket, mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> lost all our money. The worst thing about the Hard Rock in Tampa is the smoking. Yeah, it's the smoking for me, and I I can handle it better in Vegas because. It's open air. The the filtration, oh. like they make, they make, they go to lengths to make sure that everything is filtered and they pump oxygen into the spaces so that right. you feel awake all the time, right? right? And so it kind of balances out. I mean, you still smell like smoke, but it's not terrible. Right. But like you walk through the Hard Rock in Tampa and it's just like sick and you know what's crazy i don't know if you know this about me i used to be a smoker yes i did yeah Mm -hmm. and so i was a smoker this but that's when smoking was cool right right the marble man like there were i'm gonna be honest with you Uh huh (laughs) this is a little known fact about me i've always thought smoking looked cool i still do it does look cool it looks cool as hell and on certain people yeah but per our tiktok video yeah cigarette smoke is another smell i like do you? I do. Yeah. So, I don't know why. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. That's interesting. It is. Is right? that dirty, gritty? I, you know me. You dirty and gritty, baby. 
<laughs> so it's like just so much cigarette. I mean, so so we stayed on like that whole like non-smoking side, but mm-hmm. there's just not very much to do on the non-smoking side. You know, you know why? Because it's not dirty or gritty. It's not dirty or gritty. The bar was not even. They didn't even have a bar on the non-smoking side. We if you a, ain't gritty, you ain't getting litty. That <laughs> that shit's going on a t-shirt. <laughs> Cheaper than rehab. Hashtag. Hashtag. So um, anyway, so we left. We were hungry. We just lost a couple hundred bucks. We were hungry. We, there's nothing open anymore. COVID effed that up for everybody. Restaurants are not open late anymore and it pisses me off. And so the only thing open was an IHOP. Well, if you go to IHOP in Florida at three o'clock in the morning, there are two people working. Oh, yeah. There's the waitress and the cook. Yeah. Our waitress was totally tweaking on mess. Oh, nice. Totally. Like totally which is very on brand for tampa (laughs) very on brand for florida in general and so (laughs) there is so much florida slander in my heart i I just love opportunities to crap on that state i hate it so much. i know you do and i still love it so much (laughs) and so we except except i did did learn in my travels last year being in long beach california Mm -hmm. like florida is the walmart and california is target girl and i am i thought i was a florida girl it's funny move me to long beach tomorrow growing up on the east coast and around very conservative people the california slander my whole life was just i mean everybody hated Mm -hmm. cal don't california my texas don't california (laughs) my florida you know all that other stuff and then when i went out to california i was like Mm-hmm. I know what they were trying to keep me from. Mm-hmm. This place is lit. I know. Sign me up. Where I sign up? Love Here. Cali. <laughs> Can I? <clears throat> Where do I sign up to vote? <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. Let's go. Okay. So she's so tweaking anyway. So she was tweaking, and she was just like, did this whole little speech to Michael and I about how she would be a submissive wife, and like that I have a good heart, and she can see it in me, and like that she's just so happy and oh my gosh and like and just on and on and we're like sitting there and I was like you know she said there's only one other person working in the kitchen and she's definitely not doing math on her own uh, <laughs> at three in the morning at work so and he looked at me and he was like mm, yeah we probably shouldn't eat here I was like mm, yeah we probably shouldn't you probably and we left I was like bye we decided not to eat and it was just like okay y'all have a nice night like almost like we had finished our meal like she yeah. was like completely oblivious you know why why because you had filled your purpose I fulfilled my she purpose. needed she needed somebody she did she needed somebody to talk to yeah I guess so but like oh, she, share those visions she like <laughs> gave us this whole I'm, in fact I have it on video if I can find it I will put it on our Instagram. You did send me some video, but uh-huh. it didn't send well. And I kept trying to watch it. And yeah. I was like, what the yeah. hell If is I going- can find it, I'll put it on. She's a sweet girl, but she was a thousand percent methed out. So I, but I also think that you should never go to an IHOP. Not, I mean, my experiences recently with IHOP have been less than stellar. So, even at normal hours. Oh, yeah. So, so um I think just in general, food quality at yeah. restaurants is just trash, especially after COVID. Um, I I just had a terrible experience at IHOP last mm-hmm. week. And I mean, literally, it's to the point now where I'm forced to cook. Not Ugh. because, and I, you know, I hate cooking, but. Same girl. It's everywhere we go. It's like for a family of five, we're sp- we're, we never spend less than a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. 
for all five of us, and the food is always terrible. Mm-hmm. It's cold, undercooked, or so, just not good, or not fresh, or not, not memorable. But here, here's here's where you messed up. Uh oh. <laughs> Why would you go to IHOP and not a Waffle House? There wasn't one near us. Damn it. That's wow. where you go at 3 a.m. That's the good content. Yeah. That is... Well, at least you can see the kitchen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. You can see how your food's being cooked. Right. And it's like, <laughs> IHOP to me is the closest you can get to communal dining with strangers. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Like, you got the cook that's in and on your conversation. Then you got the waitress. Then you got the drunk people at the yeah. bar. Like, you know. Absolutely. That's... The last time I had high IHOP was a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Michael and I went to Motown Monday in Austin and we stayed the night and it was four in the morning and I was so hungry I could not stand it and I door dashed. I hopped to my hotel in downtown Austin and I paid like $47 for a turkey sandwich. (laughs) That is probably the most Fallon thing you've ever done in your Uh life. That's a Fallon Michael still talks about it. He was like... I can't believe that you DoorDashed and spent $47 on food at IHOP. Yeah. On, a, on a turkey sandwich? On a turkey sandwich with fries, yeah. That, that is the most Fallon thing you've uh-huh. ever done. <laughs> I was so hungry. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was. We ate that night too, but I was so hungry. It was. It was do what you got to do, man. It was that Motown. Do what you got. It was Just that moving Motown. You. It was, baby. <laughs> I was moving in a... Oh, wait, is it my turn? I, oh, yeah, it is your It's turn. my turn. Let's see. Let's see what we got here. Let's see. Oh, no. That's mine. I don't want to do mine. I want to do yours. (laughs) I just did one. This better be yours. Oh, yeah, it is. Airport robots. (laughs) Let's talk about airport robots. So, um, airport robots. As soon as we got off the plane in London, we're walking through, and I'm just watching these robots clean everything and then i think like i put airport robots but airport robots just kind of meant this idea mm-hmm. that were not this this realization i had in england which is america is going to get left the hell behind if we don't get our crap together mm. technologically technologically okay. like this this i'm just it was it was really weird so there were there were it was cool to see the robots just kind of cleaning up and doing stuff. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, did we, are we in the future? What's this? Like, obviously, it's not Japan. George? Japan. George Jetson? Where are you? <laughs> is that Judy? Rosie? Rosie, is that you? <laughs> I've missed you. <laughs> um, no, I mean, it's not Japan. Japan is, like, in its own class yes. as far as technology. But it was just really cool to see how efficient things were. Ah. Um everywhere that we went and you know in london i didn't didn't say any place else but it was really really cool and then um there weren't a lot of trash cans around but there wasn't litter because people are responsible and have a sense of shame and um very very strict about recycling and stuff and so i was like oh is this what happens when we can agree on basic Basic, Scient- things. Bi- basic scientific facts and mm-hmm. just save our arguing for like lifestyle stuff but right. we can all just come to the agreement that hey 
We need to take care of shit. We need to take care of shit. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, that wasn't a very exciting one, but it was just one of those things where I was just like, oh, we're going to get left behind. But it is it is exciting, right? Because, okay, here's here's something that's like on a small level, right? But I have a, a shark, right? I have a, a Roomba thing. A Roomba shark vacuuming thing, yeah. right? And I tell people all the time, it's life changing. Having a robot vacuum my floor... <laughs> Has been life changing. Like when I have like major stuff, like I put together a lamp the other day and like I had debris everywhere from the, you know, I pull my vacuum out or whatever. But if I run that thing every day just to pick up just every day for 20 minutes, like it is life changing. And it's like if you could implement that in different areas of life, there's a McDonald's now in San, not in San Antonio, but in America that's fully robotic oh yeah you order the robots fix it for you they still have a person kind of yeah making sure things don't break down but you it fixes your food it serves your food it whatever yeah and so well and and it's just like chat gpt right you know oh girl talk about it talk about it girl it is revolutionary to me anyway i don't know maybe i'm simple but i just the implications of it not just you know, so tell people what it is. Oh, oh yeah. So for the uninitiated, uh, ChatGPT is AI that um, it's a chatbot. And you can have this chatbot do your homework. If you had to write an essay, you give it a topic, and, you know, it'll write. And it's not plagiarism, technically, because it's not stealing it. It is all organically done. Well, not organic. That's a bad word. It's the, the the bot does it right uh, it can write contracts for you it can write a knock-knock joke for you it's written movies it has written scripts it has um you did it to do a cover letter for somebody? i did i did i helped me write a cover letter for somebody i was helping out but the literacy implications for those who are the most literate with i don't know contract law you can you can copy and paste a contract put it in the chat gpt and just say hey explain this contract to me like I'm five years old and it will and it will like it is it is I think every day we're learning more applications for this thing mm-hmm. and it's it can give you it uh, I I shared it with my aunt it gave her solid legal advice and she's a lawyer that's crazy she would she texts me back she's like found this is insane insane and so you look at those advancements and and I'm I I'm so excited but I just don't want to see us in America drop the ball on something like this cuz I feel like whenever we start to make progress <laughs> <laughs> there's always somebody there's always somebody right we were doing great with with crypto and then all of a sudden they, yeah you know it's unregulated money and everybody wanted to regulate it yeah. and so this is one of those things, things that I'm just hoping that doesn't get ruined because everybody needs access to this and i can't tell you how many people i've told about chat gpt and they're like stop telling people why why if this is a tool that's making everyone's life easier why would we want to keep it a secret because the more it gets out there the the higher the risk that it'll get that it'll be gone yeah you know know. and you you, we want to use it as long as we can (sighs) right yeah yeah i get that like that's like when i do uh certain photo shoots I have certain little locations that 
are my secret locations right. because I don't want a thousand photographers there when I'm taking pictures. Right. So, yeah. Right. I get it. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. Your I like robot. It. it wasn't. Well, there's a robot. Again, when we went to University of Houston, there's a robot that delivers food. Oh, yeah. When we mm-hmm. go to Kuda, um, I think it's at the quarry. Mm-hmm. Kuda. The um, a robot serves your drinks. Mm, that's just cool. Roll around the corner. and then Yeah, this is like a little bot. It's a little robot that goes all over the campus. And Aww. you can order food and from wherever on the campus. And it'll these little robots bring, bring it to you. That's amazing. And if it gets stuck, it says help. It's like, help me, help me, <laughs> help me. And then if you stand in its way, it's like, excuse me, excuse me. Yeah. Aww. Yeah, it's super cool. You guys better be nice to our overlords. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be a matter of time before the robots take over. A matter of time. Goat yoga. What's that about, Tiff? (laughs) Goat yoga. Well, it's about this whole, like, trendy, like, why does everything have to be relevant? (laughs) And why can't we just leave well enough alone? Like, I would not go do yoga with the idea that a goat is going to climb on my back while I'm doing it. Listen. That blows my mind that that would even interest anybody. Listen, I feel like we are sleeping on the world's simplest, (laughs) most lucrative idea. Uh Uh-oh. Squirrel yoga. (laughs) Brown and gray ones. It's extra for gray ones. (laughs) We'll We'll throw some... Some if you want to do it with brown ones, American ones, do you want Americans or exotic? <laughs> do you want local or international? Yeah. Local squirrel yoga is $49 a month. International squirrel yoga right. is $99 <clears throat> a but month. It's said that the gray squirrels help you reach enlightenment faster. <laughs> <laughs> and so... You know, just saying. Can you Im- <laughs> can you imagine like doing downward facing dog and a squirrel just like climbs up your back and like gets into your hair? <laughs> I can. It sounds terrifying, which is why this sounds like such a dumb idea in the first place. Like, but whose idea was whose idea was that? Like, like are you smoking so much weed that you're just like, hey, wouldn't it be like, you know, like I said the other day, like every SpongeBob episode was written with <laughs> an entire writing crew of people high as a kite, right? Like at least the first four seasons, at for sure. least the first four. Like, do you do you think that people are just sitting around like, hey, let's put a bunch of goats, see if they'll climb up people's backs while they're doing yoga and charge a hundred dollars for it? I like, do. I don't know. Hey, y'all, we're so grateful you stopped by to hear about our escapades. Be sure to hold your breath until next week for the origin story of goat yoga. Shout out to ChatGPT, as well as hearing about the rest of our travel shenanigans. In the meantime, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, follow us on social media, and stay up to date on the latest Tiff and Foul news. Love y'all. Peace.